Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Spar and Brawl. I hope you're having a decent day. As always, of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Sam, and we're back with another episode of The Progressive World. So today's episode might be slightly shorter than usual ep- episodes, as you can tell. I'm once again traveling, but it's all good. Sam doesn't travel much, so he's like my carbon buddy. He offsets all my emissions, so it's all good. But anyway, as per usual, please like and even more yeah, this. Huh? no go ahead uh, so I, I was just gonna say we have a carbon exchange thing like european exactly. union you can swap <laughs> like with our friends we swap our <laughs> i offset quite a lot of people around me yeah. <clears throat> exactly so that's what we're doing so it's all good but yeah so please like and even more importantly subscribe and as per usual timestamps are down below for all the segments that we're going to do so here's a quick overview we're going to start with our chit chat as per usual and we got a shout out which we're going to be discussing during the chit chat that was really awesome then we have a very short progressive world online where we're going to go back to emma camp and because she wrote that article last week which she discussed about self-censorship so right after we finished our segment she went on the rising they they received it quite differently as we did to say the least so we're just going to discuss that quickly and then We'll move on to progressive geopolitics. There's Russia, Ukraine going on. So we're going to have to discuss that. Uh, Gray Zone had um, General McGregor on. I think I said his name correctly. And they already have like over 100,000 views. I mean, you could really tell people were looking for that kind of content on their channel. Of course, other channels do that kind of. General McGregor, also known as a living G.I. Joe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I know. He's literally like a like an action figure. So when yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. So uh, yeah, but in terms of views, I was like, you know, I was uh, it was really surprised that did that well. You know, of course, you see like Jimmy Dore does those kind of views easily, but for this kind of content with him, that was good. On the pushback, I think last time you probably did around thirty or forty thousand. So that was really great. And you could tell in the comment section, people were loving it. I was looking for a little bit of hate. I was like, is there something hate here to like pick up and have some fun? Where everybody's like, this is amazing. This is amazing. So never mind. Then we'll discuss a few other stories um, <laughs> concerning Russia, Ukraine before moving on to the Iran deal. Once again, there have been developments. Last week, we spoke about them pausing because of Russia's demands and concerns, but they seem to have moved on. But anyway, Sam will explain that. And then there have also been some earthquakes in Japan, which Sam will bring to our attention. And then we'll and wrap Iran. And Iran, okay. And then we'll wrap up with a few articles. Anything you want to mention about the articles? No, but they are equally as important as Ukraine story, <laughs> if not more so. <laughs> Okay, brilliant. Sorry. I, uh, yeah, we both froze, but I you think broke we're both, up for a second. Yeah, we both froze, but we're back. All up. right. I, I could hear you. And then we'll wrap up with some progressive tweets as usual. But okay, Sam, let's move on straight to the chit chat. So, um, so someone wrote in our comment section and brought it, brought it to our attention. That's how we found out we weren't actually listening to that episode of the call in. But let me get the, the person's name right here. So Ete Gravitis, Ete Gravitis, I believe, and told us that, quote, a wonderful person named Rina, and she really is wonderful, gave us a shout out on the useful idiots call in. So I'm going to play um, exactly what she said right now, as well as 
Aaron Mate and King Alpers <laughs> response. I just wanted to mention uh, another YouTube channel where you two are frequently um, highlighted. It's it's uh, called Spar and Brawl, and I would recommend it to uh, everyone. Uh, it's two guys talking. Uh, they're not Americans, and they have a very interesting worldview. And they're also probably better informed about American everything than a lot of people in America are. And uh, you both feature prominently either from uh, Useful Idiots uh, or your own shows, Katie and, and, and Aaron. And uh, Aaron especially, you frequently are, are highlighted on a portion of the show that's called Progressive Tweets especially when you and Anna Kasparian get into it. So um, I would recommend that to for everybody's edification. Um, they certainly deserve more subscribers than they have. And again, thanks to you both. Thank you. Thanks for the recommendation. And, if people, and the kind words. During the Monday morning stream, but we have a Substack only uh, uh, segment Okay, now we have now we have listened to that. So yeah, the, the shout out was amazing. Really appreciate everything that Rena said. So thank you. Thanks a lot. And it did actually bring us some subscribers immediately. I mean, you know, we don't have that many subscribers, but I went on my phone, I checked, and there was a like a boost of 10 or 12 people, and we hadn't uploaded anything. I was like, whoa, what is going on? And then I saw the comment <laughs> and I found out. Yeah, we are not used to we are used to like one subscriber per month, <laughs> like add it. So you know, it so was what did you make? Nice. I mean, yeah. she 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 said that we are informed, which is I don't think is very accurate, <laughs> but you know that was sweet. And uh, what was I? Oh, what was I mean? You told me it's kind of normal, but I don't listen to this. What I found somewhat like. I was so embarrassed because I was like, uh, like she didn't even ask a question. She literally just plugged our show. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you so much. But uh, yeah, I, but that's normal. You said, yeah, it's but first call and talk. You, you don't have to ask a question. I, I mean, you, you, you kind of have to, but you know, it kind of reminds me. Well, first, let me say this first. She did tell like she did also give them like tell them, you know, good job and everything, all that with your with your useful oh, idiots course. covering Sundays and everything. And then she talked about that Huffington Post journalist who used to do the same. And she thinks that oh, the guy has gone AWOL now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'd rather die. <laughs> but then, yeah, then she gave us a shout out, but she really did link it to them as well. You know, she said, you guys feature prominently, especially you, Aaron, in progress tweets. But yeah, yes. coming back to your question, I mean, I've listened to a few of them. I haven't listened to many, but yeah, people often just call and they have like, you know, a long comment often and then perhaps kind of half question-ish. Some people do ask questions, of course, but you know what it reminds me? It's kind of when you go to some kind of, you know, lecture or presentation at universities and at the end they open it for questions and answers. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, and then people I mean most of the time just like, comment on something if you're lucky it's like related to the presentation if not it's like a comment about nothing and then some people do ask questions and you know well people want to engage and they want to talk you can't just call and ask a question it's, it's yeah it's the closest thing i think i mean it is the modern 
I don't think it's even close to, it is basically, uh, yeah, call-in radio. I mean, it's yeah. called call-in anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that is, so yeah, well, it was super nice. I mean, I was very, yeah, that was, did not expect that. And yeah, it, it brought, I mean, even after that night, we, during the next couple of days, we still got, I think yeah. people are still maybe listening or, I don't know. We got like basically far more than our usual <laughs> Uh, yeah so so that was great and it was early on relatively it's like around the 28th minute so you know uh, i think quite a few people it it was in the sweet spot i mean my narcissism to check out our own (laughs) preference led me to check out the app it's a pretty good app i must say called it's weird it doesn't like first of all it's good because you can based on the name of the people and stuff you can just you Mm -hmm. know but it's weird you can't uh, I mean, at least in Android, I don't know. Do you have Android or Apple? I no, I have Apple. But you can't control it from... Can you control it from the from the main screen? Like, you know, it's not... Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. I mean, I know what you're talking about. The, you know, where notifications... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't there. So that was odd. But besides that, it was very good app. And you can... There's a transcript, which is pretty cool. That's really? Pretty cool, oh, wow. Yeah, you apparently for some episode after a while, transcript is there. Yeah. Okay. No, I haven't listened to it enough to even to check whether it shows up on your. If it doesn't show up on your front, like on your notification screen, that would be kind of annoying. But yeah, the app, like you know, I want I download and I've used it twice, and I knew immediately where to go find the content and everything. So in that sense, it was kind of easy. And there's like this, there's like that scissor symbol where you can chop things, I believe. And that I clicked on it, but yeah, I wasn't able to use it. So I I just recorded my screen in order to get the Rena's comment oh, and right. mention. Yeah, I've he- I've heard it's apparently easy to cut bits and then like share them like on WhatsApp or social media. That's I I don't know. I assume the scissor bit is for that. Like you yeah, can highlight shit. I mean, I love that we're working through our. <laughs> so you think if you press enter, do you this will not accept? But yeah. But okay, but all right. It's a good app. It's a very good app. So okay, let's yeah. talk about one more thing then. Though. What did you make? basically backwards. <laughs> what did you make yes. of Aaron and Katie's response to to the shout out? Aaron said, "Thanks for the recommendation." That <laughs> but was nice. Katie, yeah. <laughs> I don't Katie. I don't think she acknowledged it at all because okay, the Rena did mention heard, yeah because yeah, Rena did mention that we talk about you know Anna versus Aaron and she just right away went and plugged. <laughs> their own things like yeah you can go on useful idiots and see the last time Aaron oh yeah attacked should... by Anna. Mm. yeah i mean i think i don't know if you've noticed whenever i watch katie alper or something she's on the computer yeah. even when she's interviewing people and you can clearly see her eyes and i do that myself even when i'm talking to you a lot that i like when you're talking because i'm completely narcissistic i just stop listening to you and i start like okay that's interesting you <laughs> see reading the news at the same time. so i think she does the same and uh, yeah it felt yeah as soon as she heard the anna thing she went like yes yeah. that was by the way the i mean they put yeah the let's discuss version. that now we can because it doesn't really fit in into any of our things so we can even Bring it, it up could have her. kind of connected to Ukraine, but yeah, you're right. But it was um, it's the shorter version is on YouTube, mm-hmm. but as 
subscribers of useful idiots. I mean, even though we are cheap, we did manage <laughs> to subscribe. To but yeah, it, it was a good response. I think they, you know, I mean, I guess it was. So it was about this again. Response. Yeah, it it's was so, about. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to say what it was about. It was, you know, it was like one of the first stories from the Russia-Ukraine war, like the latest phase of it, where like, you know, there was a story one where the, the Russians lies. told the Ukrainian, you know, soldiers on this island, like, you know, if you don't surrender right now, and then they apparently would say, they said like, no, fuck you. And the Russians killed them all or something. And hold on, I'll say my version and then you can fill in the holes. No, no, and no. Then, I... Yeah, well, maybe. And then Jenk tweeted, you know, this is my motto now, like, I'll say fuck, blah, blah, blah. And Aaron told them, you know, go Fuck check your Russia. facts. And then Jenk and Anna respond saying, we did check our facts. And I still want to say this. And Aaron is like, I don't know what you're on about. You can have whatever okay, model you no, want. No, wait, what wait, I'm telling wait. you is that that didn't happen in that way. And that was misinformation. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, all right. Okay. At the end, you kind of made it correct. What do you mean? I was but telling yeah. the full story. I was going chronologically. <laughs> I, I feel like, yeah. I mean, look, they, uh, I mean, I love, by the way, the first time I heard this story, I know everybody thought it was such a brave story. First time I heard this story, I thought it's a story, like it's a propaganda from the Russian side. <laughs> because the story was that the, the Russian side says that put down your weapons or, you know, we have to use force. Yeah. And they say, fuck off Russians, which is like, I mean, okay, even when you're at war, you can, you know, respect etiquette there, but politely, <laughs> you know, to put down your weapons, you can say, no, why do you have to use bad language? I don't get it. But, you know, so I thought it's a, pro and then they got, to, and then the original reporting was that they all got killed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a Russian propaganda that sort of don't, we, we are like, like don't just stand in our way type yeah thing. you're but right though, you're out, right like uh, you know like we're badasses you know don't mess with us i guess that's one way of also like framing it like yeah yeah it's not even like badass in a like in a stoic badass as we mm. warn you but if mm -hmm. you don't you know are we you know yeah. like a typical movie good guy who's tough guy i thought it was from that angle then i found out no it's a you know angle from they are heroic, which I don't find like that type of action heroic anyway. Like if you're facing the Mongolian Empire trying to run over your town, <laughs> just fucking submit. There is no need to. <laughs> just, I don't. I mean, maybe and that's why we're not in the army. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, yes, yes, thankfully. <laughs> but, Sam surrenders yeah, in advance. <laughs> he picks up his gun and then he just drops it off right away. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Guys, they made it. <laughs> their, their tone was slightly threatening. I think we should surrender. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it, guys. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, the response from... Uh, I mean, first of all, I like that tweet by Aaron was pretty good because I was checking it the other day. And, you know, it's Jeng saying that my motto is go fuck yourself or something, a Russian. Yeah. And then... Aaron go like his tweet I forget what it is but ends with go fact check yourself <laughs> yeah. it's kind of it's it rhymes so it's poetic really uh, yeah but then yeah in the response video they state what everybody else has stated that their, their fact checking was not 
about the motto, Jenks motto. It was about, <laughs> it was about the, you know, uh, those but guys. Can, the, did they the really not people. get it? Did Anna and Jenks really not get it? I mean, no, is this the... they got it. Okay. Of course they got it, but they're just and uh, ignoring that. It's kind of like, it's like a lot of people, like whoever you criticize online, they say that, oh, I'm being criticized for being a Russian tool or for being an American tool or whatever. They never wanna like no you're just being criticized for being an idiot yeah like it's i don't think you're being paid by anyone for your idiocy you're just an idiot uh, but yeah so yeah i think they know they just like it's same with politicians do the same nobody wants to acknowledge good faith criticism mm -hmm. everybody goes for the no this is they're attacking us because they want to go after us because we are famous because we're well And sometimes it's true, by the way. I yeah, must, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I assume it is true. Sometimes. But yeah, I, I assume they're not, you know, they have basic human intelligence. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they can't be that. I mean, Jenk, maybe when he's angry, just loses certain amount yeah. of intelligence. Yeah, so honestly, as, I... the blood, as the blood goes into the skin <laughs> instead of the brain. <laughs> so, <I don't> <laughs> that was a good one. I have. <laughs> I assume he gets so red. He gets like fucking red lights. Jesus Christ. It's redder than this. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, 50-50 for me. Like maybe they realized, you know, maybe, maybe they did it. But... Anna, teaches, Anna teaches at the university for fucks. She used to. I don't know. She still, I don't know anymore. Maybe we need to go check, do a follow-up story. It was yeah, it was like six or seven months ago when yeah. we took when we checked out, you know, her university stuff. So maybe a follow-up story <laughs> is needed to see. What's the dress code at the university system? <laughs> to see if that is still going on. But yeah, okay. But anyway, the, the shout out was amazing. Really appreciate it. Hopefully we'll get one more one of the one of these days on YouTube. That would really help because the Vanguard boys got a big boost when Katie and Matt Taibbi like mentioned them like three or four episodes in a row and did that whole thing of we're watching you, you're watching me. We don't, yeah. maybe not that, but just maybe another shout out on their YouTube show. We, <laughs> also we have good. to create a, we, yeah, we have to find a joke they make sometime about like Assad or Putin or something and really <laughs> run with it as a breaking news. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Putin coming way. on useful idiots to interview <laughs> guest host this week, Sergey Lavrov. But yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, well. that would be a good one. But yeah, okay, let's keep the chit chat moving along. Um, you said you watched a few things this week. What were they? Any of them really worth mentioning, especially? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched everything was good, to be honest. Everything I watched was okay. I mean, one of them was I watched Spider-Man No Way Home. And yeah, I mean, I know you have a soft spot for original Spider-Man. No, for all Spider-Man, he's the spoiler. only superhero that I that I ever really liked. Yeah, but continue. Really? Mm -hmm. God, he's he's my least favorite superhero. <laughs> And a spoiler alert, like if anybody hasn't seen, he's my least favorite superhero because he's just, I, I hate his stories because everybody who's a bad guy in his life is either his cousin or his <laughs> former professor or a guy who used to be in his apartment. Like he knows everybody. This is ridiculous. Like, but, can't, like there is But no the center of universe is New York. 
So I guess like <laughs> his whole planet is New York. So I guess if you go like smaller and smaller, it makes sense. <laughs> it, I mean, that's, it, yeah, it's like every bad guy he has had a, like a history with in his childhood. Or a something. very close Everybody. one, like his best yeah, friend's yeah, dad, like his, professor, <laughs> his best friend himself. You know? <laughs> exactly. His direct competitor when it comes to photography. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I so I hate that of him. I hate every story that it turned out like a friend of I, anyway. But yeah, but No Way Home was very disappointing. But I, uh, but like, it has all the Spider Mans, right? So and and all the different actors play the different Spider Mans. Oh, you know that? I thank yeah, God yeah I I've seen the, the trailer. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah, the original guy comes back. Everybody comes back. Mm-hmm. And I must say, I still think the amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garf- Garfield, is probably the best in my view because he's the, basically the losers of <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> he's, compared, he's just the most emo-y, bro- emotionally broken. <laughs> but uh, the original spider Toby Maguire, I don't know if yeah. Toby Maguire can't act or if he's just bored. Because no. I've seen him in things that he's... The, I mean, I'll give you this. Hold on. So I like the first uh, first series of Spider-Man because, of course, I watched it as a kid. I haven't even watched the second one um, with the actors that you Amazing just said. Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you are right. I mean, of course, it's probably definitely not good. And even then, like, even then, and I don't know much about acting and I rarely, like, judge people's acting, but he was definitely off in it. Like, I don't know. Maybe he thought that's how Peter He's Parker is. The- and he was trying to be, like, awkward but like he just comes off really awkward what about the awkwardness is that the kind of vibe you get from the acting i don't know i i it's the vibe i get from toby Maguire always <laughs> like even in interviews he it's his eyes the fact that he doesn't blink much and he's got this sort of a semi again it's kind of nick bronner thingy sort of a serial killer mm, hi <laughs> I'm Toby McGuire. I don't know. I find something really odd about him. I, I uh, yeah, I completely, it's, it's the hair maybe. I don't know what. Yeah. And oh, yeah. he's been, especially when he does comedy, he was in this, I forget the name. He was in this really funny comedy with Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Sort of narrating. It's, I forget what it was called. But it was like a soap opera. Like they were making fun of soap opera. But anyway, it was pretty bad. Benedict Cumberbatch, American accent is getting better, but it's still pretty atrocious. <laughs> like, I'm from New York. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but uh, it's, I, and the, the guy who plays Spider Man, he's British and he does it perfect. Like, he's really good at his American accent. But overall, pretty, yeah, very disappointing. I was glad Alfred Molina is getting paid. So that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Doc Hawk guy. I love him. He was my favorite, I would say. Between all the family of the villains that the <laughs> Spider-Man has, I like the cock the most. But, but that was terrible. What about Venom yeah. and or what about Black Spider-Man? I mean, they're pretty cool. No? No? Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Venom, is, 
Venom is considered the, it was such a 90s like let's be edgy uh, muscle uh, dark I'm dark I eat but but I must say I like the Venom movies more than uh, have you seen them yeah the I think Hardy? I've seen one of them yeah I've seen the Tom Hardy one but like yeah I think one I don't know if there are multiple but yeah I think so there's two yeah he features in this one in the post post credit <laughs> scene as well yeah and it's quite he's I would say uh Uh, what's it called yeah uh, venom is at least funny mm. and it doesn't take itself as seriously as these movies as you know I, i mean the major problem with marvel movies is that they take themselves seriously in a sense that they ask so they try to ask big questions like you know civil war and shit or security or uh, freedom that's the thing but then in the third act they because they can't <laughs> come to a proper conclusion because the proper conclusion would be like, okay, fuck, superiors are, you know, can't work. <laughs> you know, none of this <laughs> makes any sense. So they just ends up being like, you killed my mom. And yes, <laughs> oh, God damn it. And yeah, it's, it was terrible. It's pretty terrible. But yeah, William Defoe was in it. Uh, Doc Hawk was in it. That was nice. So yeah, Alfred Molina. So I enjoyed that. I'm, I'm, it's surprisingly... They get great amount of actors, man. Mm. Oh, the guy who's the guy from? Well, why not? I mean, they're a big series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, it's just some. It's. Yeah. I wish there was uh, the guy from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Which, which one? Uh, the guy who goes. The guy who moves in with Larry. Oh, uh, really? He's in it, Leon. Yeah, yeah, he's in it, Leon. Yeah, Leon. <laughs> he's in it. In oh my, the best scene is Leon and the guy from Silicon Valley. And Hannibal Bruce, the stand-up comedian, the guy who exposed, uh, not exposed, but like made it big that Bill Cosby is basically a rapist. Mm -hmm. Like they are the teachers in his high school and there's just a single scene with oh. them. And that's the best scene in the movie because two of them are just like, oh, you're a hero. You're because they find out he's a Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. You're the best. And Hannibal guy is just like, no, man, Mysterio was right. You're your you're conspiracy. He's a complete conspiracy. Yeah, he's, yeah. No, he's a lie. He's a criminal. He needs to be jailed. <laughs> But, yeah, Leon is the best. I mean, he's so good. So that was the best scene. But yeah, Leon is better, insanely hilarious in Curb Your Enthusiasm. But yeah, continue. He's, he's so good. I watched uh, on the uh, I, uh, TV show front, I also watched The, the Tourist. Like it's set in Australia, but I don't know. Mm, yeah, no, uh, I've seen it. it just came out. Jamie Dornan, Dornan or whatever, uh, Irish actor who I really, really personally like. Uh, um, he was in, in a movie called Siege of Jadovil, which is really good, fantastic war movie. But yeah, the tourist was really disappointing because, like, it's about a guy who wake who is in a car accident and then he has amnesia and then it's mm. in a sort of a Australia's outback it's kind of like as a western noir but with a you know uh, vibe western noir but in Australia sort of vibe to it but now I've watched I haven't seen the last episode but so far like it became really disappointing because it's very stylized and I love the style and the cinematography and all that but it's the usual arty party just so many boring long shots for no reason Like the, I want to talk to the editor and just fucking cut <laughs> like 20, you can cut 20 seconds from if do I need to see every and then secondly, very disappointingly cliche 
uh, I don't know, like the amnesia thing. I thought they're going to do something original with it, but then amnesia thing. And then there's this love thing. There's a bad guy who's got a split personalities of some kind. It's very becoming very cliche. Mm. The only thing new about it is like the setting and the stylization, you know, rather than yeah. anything to do with the story or characters. Really. I see. But you must really have not liked it if you haven't watched the last episode yet and you managed to control yourself. Yeah, I, it's just because it gets or like, seen, no, like everything. Yeah. But you I know, mean, the, especially in the la- last episode I watched, I got really annoyed because something was so fucking cliche about like a love triangle that mm. I fucking hate. So, like, you know, some uh, like low. Uh, have you seen Banshee, the TV show? Oh, man, you should watch. That's a great TV show. That's a great TV show to watch with dad as well. <laughs> like, it's a great father son time. <laughs> it's like <laughs> a lot of fights for no reason. But in the Banshee, it's the same sort of this criminal that falls in love with the daughter of the main criminal or his wife. It's Troy, it's the same story as Troy. It's so fucking boring and uh, repetitive. So, uh, yeah, no. that was very disappointing. This TV show is definitely not for me. But, you know, but the part about filming and you said you can shorten, you can shorten the scenes. Like, although this a like, camera angle and my video can't tell right now, I really enjoy filming a lot. Not that I'm good at it, but I really enjoy like filming much more than photos and photography. So, I mean, if it's really done nicely, I don't mind if it's like a longer scene where, you know, they zoom out of like a can and then it goes, I don't know. And then they show like a scenery, like all of these kind of things. If it's done really well, I do really enjoy it. I mean, I find like anything on film except me right now <laughs> looks much better than in real life. Like on film, things look amazing. I love it. No, I agree. On film or photos, they look, I mean, if anybody's seen any historical place close by they suck they always suck close by they smell and they are much smaller than you were promised and uh, you know it's yeah i agree with you but i i mean look i this is not a fucking nature documentary i come to watch a movie for a story it's not for fucking uh, like i hate this artsy party like showing you 33 minutes of it that's the stalker movie i'm telling you man that you remember this old uh, it's a, art, a very famous arty party movie, a stalker by, what's the guy? I forget his name, Soviet guy. Anyway, mm. it's from Soviet 1970s or something. And there's like, I think it's in that movie, there's like a 20 minute scene where the guy just walking across a field and fuck off, like seriously. like. <laughs> but I was it a nice a field? Was it shot nicely? Like, yes, very nice, <laughs> but take a picture, you know? It lasts far longer, it's just... <laughs> And what's the point? Oh, the point is to give the sense of boringness of life. Fuck off! I can get the boringness. But you can of enjoy it. Like own. you can enjoy it. You can be. Like, I can't. Oh, I, I can't. <laughs> I get frustrated, and I'm like, what, "What's? Come on, come on, let's go!" Like, what is this? Yalla, yalla has this. <laughs> what is this nonsense? <laughs> give me actual food. <laughs> I see. Nice. Anything else? Have you Sorry, watched anything else? I get very frustrated. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, on the other hand, I watched the Adam Project, and it's really funny, man. The Adam Project is uh, Ryan is that Reynolds is in it, old? and he sh- or new? No, no, it just came out that two weeks ago. It came out on Netflix. Just mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah, very new. But it's really it's Sean Levy, and Sean Levy worked with uh, Ryan Reynolds on uh, Free Guy as well. And I think it's re- both Free Guy and this movie 
I think Sean Levy might be the most sort of radical director working right now. There is so many, both in that movie and in this movie. It's, if you want to, like, I think it's one of the better critical movies of capitalism mm-hmm. without being in your face and with being actually fun at the same time. And kind of deep, uh, there is, a, even you can say in this one, the Adam Project, there is definitely Freudian <laughs> sort of uh, concepts in there, uh, you know, with the father. And then the, there is, because the, the, the concept is, you've seen very early on in the movies that the guy travels back in time and com- comes to his own childhood. Yeah, don't, don't, don't share too many spoilers in this one. I might. No, no, oh, yeah, no, no, it, that's it, that's it, yeah. But it's it's great. I mean, both Free Guy and this movie makes me think Sean Levy is really. He, I feel like he's fooling studios through a uh, use of. Um, uh, he, I mean, he's I, and audiences. He uses sort of. It's really funny. He uses existing sort of pop culture, famous pop culture things. But I feel like he does something new with them, unlike a lot of Marvel movies and a lot of things that they just try to reference something for the sake of referencing it. Especially Free Guy, but even this one was really, yeah, very, I would say that pretty anti-capitalist, very interesting, <laughs> not anti-necessary, yeah. very anti-corporate, very, very interesting movie. And Arcane, I just started watching Arcane. I haven't, that's a TV show, animation. Uh, based on League of Legends, you know? No, no. You had a nice week, Again. Huh? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, yeah fantastic. Uh, staring at a screen. Uh, but Arcane was, that's also has a very, it's very interesting. I've only seen four episodes so far, but so far very, it's got social commentary mm. and all that. Very good, very good. Their music, the, the animation style is very unique. Very Arcane. good. Arcane. TV. Yeah. yeah, it's. I think I don't know if you like it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I doubt you like this. I. It's not. Not that aesthetic. I would hate it necessarily. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily. No, no, but it's not your aesthetic. It is. But I love a steampunk stuff, and it's mm. very steampunkish. So. It looks pretty. I mean, the pictures and stuff look pretty cool, but yeah. The animation is really. It's a. Fa- it's almost like a perfect balance between Japanese anime and realism of like yeah know, it looks American, like it. european art nice so yeah yeah so yeah on the other hand of those two shows it's just these this show and this movie the good and the I mean, bad you shared here the good, the and, good the and the bad yeah the good and the bad here well sharing. let me tell you though what i'm super excited to watch so this came out exactly a week ago no on the 11th but i've told my wife and my sister to wait to watch this with me is season four of the Formula One series on Netflix. So good. So is amazing. Is the Formula One series? Man, it's insane. Is that, the, is that the competition? Yeah, it's the racing comp. Uh, it's the racing driving thing. And, you know, they turn it so dramatic. And it's, <laughs> and it's just amazing. Like, the first season is amazing. They just focus on the worst team, pretty much. Because especially in the first season, the best two teams don't even want to take part. But then the show was such a success. I changed their mind. When the first season, they focus on the worst team and they had the managers, this guy called Hans, this German guy, and he's just <laughs> hilarious. So they take like one of one of the most like boring sports to watch. Like this year, because now I know it a bit, I was like watching some of the races. 
it's impossible to watch the whole thing. But in the Netflix series, man, they turn it into something amazing. So I can't wait to watch season four in a few days when I'm back. What what is it? Or season like three a... or four? Season four, season three or four? Let me see. Sorry, what were you saying? Is it like a season four? Yeah. Is it like a overcoming a, like a underdog versus Goliath type of thing? Like I mean, you focus on the loser, so over time you see them overcome shit and a little bit. I mean, a little bit. They kind of each episode they kind of focus on one team, right? And mm-hmm. then they just dramatize it, you know, in different ways. Like in the first season, they did really focus on the underdog, but. The underdog never overcomes anything <laughs> in front of the one. It's always the best team. Like there's, it's always between one or two racers because no matter how good of a driver you are, if you don't have Your the best car, yeah, it, it's always that one who wins. So, you know, they can, yeah, they'll, but they find a narrative within a particular race. So yeah, they do do. They, yeah, exactly. That's what they do. Kind of. This reminds me the British guy, Hamilton. Louis Hamilton. He's Formula One or he's the normal car. No, he's Formula One and he's vegan. So he's the one I... Oh, really? Support. You like him? Because he's he vegan, seems, yeah. I must say, I mean, okay, yeah. I must say, I've seen him in a couple of interviews, I think on Graham Norton and somewhere. Not the sharpest. Anyway. They're but, all, I mean, like, it's not like... Yeah, whether exactly. you think Whether you think he's sharp or not, putting that aside, you know, all of them would be the same. Like, you know, whatever, yes. however they would talk and they're no, in that world. And but, of course, he's very sharp when it comes to driving so i mean in that area yeah, he's definitely drive. smart yeah, yeah, and sure. intelligent <laughs> no yeah anyway. but i remember he uh what was it i remember a couple of months ago or a year ago he was in a competition but then some iranian dude apparently had a crash with him in a oh. competition and he he didn't achieve the title of becoming the most sex and man i remember a couple of my students i had no idea formula one had like hardcore they were like oh my god this is such an unfair results he could have been the top guy to have it was kind of like Djokovic bullshit that yeah. they were like oh my god if he had attended he could have been top player of who gives a shit i don't understand who gives a shit like well, people are up. into and- it <laughs> I know, but like, okay, but even I'm into movies. I don't give a shit about who wins the Oscar. Like, yeah. you know, oh my, this injustice about no, the Oscar. It's I because grew the fuck up. I'm not five anymore. I think it's, I mean, to me, all of these things, you know, I think I've said this before with sports and everything else. But yeah, I think the driver talking about, yeah, there's like this Iranian, Swedish, Canadian driver. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I think you get uh, emotionally attached to the people because you get to know them a little bit through tv and what they present so i think that is kind of my that's the way that's why i think that kind of happens so like you know then you know a little bit more about this person compared to the other one so you just end up cheering i mean it's really funny i watch ufc a lot right the fight can be amazing if you don't know who they are like you care so much less but when you know who the fighter is even if they've done like one shitty interview where they like kind of said oh yeah this really means a lot to me or blah 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 like the most stereotypical you, thing then you, you care for the person be... <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, would, right. yeah okay. then you care no, for no, the person I... or if you don't you know it's just so i'm guessing it has something to do with that but i don't know it's not scientific what I, I'm I, you're <laughs> probably right but i yeah i don't i never but you under... care about some Especially actors no this... would you not pissed if like christian bale let's say like suddenly gets hey. <laughs> suddenly Careful gets like you, you know for some reason 
for some reason, I don't know, like not allowed to play in movies or something like that, you know, like something dramatic like that happened. Would you not care a bit? All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's calm down. No what, if, to what if Christian There's Bale no was murdered don't, in front of you? Don't, don't take Bale's name in. Don't talk about Bale like that. As they say in Persian, uh, bite your tongue, my friend. But yeah. What no, if they uh, chop him yeah. up in front of you? With your oh, come on. This is getting really... No, I... Okay. I mean, yes, fair enough if you put it there i just i find it especially with driving cars and by the way horse riding <laughs> i never understood this thing it's like you know the horse is doing the sport why are you like but, oh my god this horse ride and it's the cars is the same like i'm sure the cars soon we will be able to have better cars like listen like fast dri oh. driven remotely or something i just told you it is definitely it comes down to the car for sure it's always the same team however each team has two drivers, for instance, in Formula One. So each team has two cars on the track and there's always one right. that is significantly better. Like Hamilton, he's like won all these, but his teammate who gets literally the exact same car, right? Hasn't. So, you know, that's where I guess oh, you can see the, yeah. the skill of the driver comes in. But then again, the car is everything, right? If you take Hamilton and you put him in a shitty car, he'll finish, you know, second to last. Second. He'll, he'll just beat his teammate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> made you so crap. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay, no, no, I'm, I'm being. Yeah. Uh, I'm but being horse, sure, but right. horse racing, which I don't know anything about. There, I completely agree with what you're saying. But Come I guess on, the no, jockey man. knows how to like slap the horse better. No, right? man, actually, yeah, well, yeah, you have to get up. Like you, you get up when you're racing, mm -hmm. so there's there is less weight on the horse. But it's still horses. Oh, doing that's why they work. get up. Yeah, yeah, you get up because the horse is lighter. But what do you think you get up? You just want to. And, oh, and because if you don't get up, your balls and your ass will be flattened by the, by the horses, by the. I uh, see. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, by I have the, no idea. I, have, I know nothing about horses. <laughs> That's interesting. No, but, but yeah, it wasn't both for learning. fun. <laughs> yes, yes. But again, I just. And I don't get the is driving is is it a sport? Like oh, at yeah. least horse riding is a sport. Do they oh, sweat? Yeah. Oof, like crazy. <laughs> they sweat really? like in yeah, of course they lose like one or two kilos. I mean, it's since these cars are insane. I mean, I'll just give you an example of how insane this is. How do they like you just changing gears? No, A, you That's don't change gear like that. Just like these cars are, I mean, you don't even know how to drive it. <laughs> No more I car, no more car. But these cars are insane. It's a full-out sport. I mean, the way I mean, much more sport than perhaps most of a lot of the sports out there. And yeah, and driving these cars and being able to is is insane. And it's yes. so hard to drive them. For instance, you know, in Top Gear, um, there was like the shorter one. Like, um, so he tries out like Formula One cars in one of the episodes and he can't even like get the car going in a straight line. As soon as he puts his foot on the gas, it, the car just like turns around like it just does a 180. Like, that's how hard it is to drive his car. Like in the whole episode, he's unable to get this car going. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Well, well, okay. Do they, is it a stick or is it? No, uh, for a long time, it, uh, you change the gears yourself, but there are buttons on the on the on the steering wheel oh it's like a future car 
Yeah, they've been like this for a long time. So why do they make normal cars go? No, that's the thing too. Normal cars are also like that nowadays. I mean, either either automatic or they have like, or if you want, they have these paddle shifts um, behind them. Like most automatic yeah, it's cars. It's kind of like my grand my grandpa had this old Peugeot <laughs> with this stick on the side, and yeah. I loved it. It looked it looks so much more easier than this stupid thing in the middle. So I guess we are going back. That's fun. Okay. Yeah. But right. yeah. But yeah. So I look forward to so you're looking this. forward to that. Yeah, yeah it's it's sorry it's for shitting on yeah. your I don't hobby. care. This is what we're here to do. I didn't expect <laughs> anything less. <laughs> If you didn't, I'd be confused. Okay, Sam is not feeling well. Maybe we should stop this podcast yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, this is not healthy. I mean, you took your revenge by by making me think so negative thoughts about Christian Bale. But yeah. <laughs> okay, anything else, or should we get this the real party started? Right, Sam. So last week we had a bit of fun with uh, Emma Camp's article. I came to college eager to debate. I found self-censorship instead. And we'll come back to the headline. And so we commented after having watched her 50-minute long interview on bad faith on at least the version put on YouTube. And, you know, we were quite... And reading her article. Yeah, and we read her full article, and even in our in our video last week, we break down different parts of it. I highlight this ridiculous stat that she has. Anyway, in it, she argued that... And it that... was... It was such a long article, really. <laughs> no, listen, that's not a problem. It's fine if the article is, is... is And it's not even particularly short. You know, it's somewhere around the 700, 800-word region. No, no. My, my main point is that... Okay, we get to it, but just some people haven't read it, I think. I don't know. Okay, yeah, let's get to that. So, hold on. So pretty much in it, just for anyone just summarizing really quickly, she she doesn't, her problem isn't necessarily, at least the way I get it, is that the universities are, you know, preventing this kind of speaker to speak or telling this student, no, you can't do that, or other students protesting and like preventing a speaker to come. No, she's really complaining about how in class, in class and also at parties, one of her example is about this guy talking about how he also self-censors at a party. And Sam and I thought that that's a reasonable thing to do every now and then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that we reach a conclusion. Hold on, let me just wrap it up here. So parties, as you can tell, group meetings. Yeah, as you can tell, we're a bit dismissive of what she said. And Brie also, we felt that she tried to make it as interesting, as good as she possibly could, but she didn't seem to buy it too much either. However, then the Rising did a segment. And Robbie Suave and uh, Kim Iverson, they definitely didn't share our view. I think Ryan Grimm did. So let's pick up the story from here. I was a bit surprised at, so Robbie Suave said that he read the article because apparently now, and Sam, look at how, uh, what an article at the New York Times gets you. She's already been hired by Reason, which is the outlet that Robbie Suave works for, Reason Magazine. So she already got a job there. So, I mean, he couldn't really push back either. You know, is that called a conflict of, it's not a conflict of interest, but, you know, no, journalist, I, I, I think it's going to like go crazy on another journalist, like when it's not their beat or their area like that and their colleagues. So, 
So, you know, that was that. But that? to me, it seemed like Kim Iverson had perhaps not read the article. I'm sorry, I don't want to make any <laughs> accusations or allegations. It just seemed like, because on the face of it, you think that the I article is how? about censorship from like, you know, the university, but at its core, at least the way I understood it, it's really not about that. So I don't know, to me, it just seemed like perhaps she hadn't, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, the you problem know. with the article, look, the article's main argument, I think everybody would agree with the fact that, okay, group thing and just following the herd or following the crowd can be a bad thing. And people should, especially in a, in a scientific environment where you're trying to find out truth or whatever, like some scientific fact, it's better if people speak their mind, sure. But I think when you read her article and the way she puts it, that there is this, it's just, I don't think there is anything new about what she's describing. I mean, and that's I for sure. Relative to the past, <laughs> in fact, there is, yeah, yeah. And it's, in fact, compared to the past, it's far less uh, than it used to be. I, I don't, again, like, it's obviously there is a bunch of social justice warriors and bunch of people in universities everywhere else that make a noise but then it's kind of like they again i think david cross and useful idiots was saying that all these comedians that talk about cancel culture and you can't make that joke yes you can mm-hmm. you just coward you're like <laughs> i'm sorry but uh, like being yeah. a coward or oh, i'm i'm i oh, i i don't i feel like i can't speak my mind because somebody's gonna say something mean to me oh fuck off grow up like, uh, I'm sorry, but it's on Twitter. And then Kim Iverson and Robbie Suave are like, and everybody else is like on Twitter. Everybody sort of proved their point of the how? article. I don't understand uh, how. I think she, you guys are, you guys, because they said like, she's talking nonsense. Yeah, basically. so how is that proving that's, it? That's exactly oh my what God, she wants. You say, no, that's, no, no. And apparently, as soon as you say somebody's talking nonsense, mm-hmm. it's ca- like you're say- saying it's she she should be cancelled, and it's like oh, I'm attacking her free. I don't know. I, I hope I'm she writes more articles. I want her to write more. <laughs> bullshit is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. It's as like please print more. Style, like, yeah. Please go on, give yeah. us your views, Whoopi Goldberg style. Give us your views on like yeah. oppression of. Uh, and by the way, we but said. But I'm glad you brought you that said, up. No, yes. no, I want to make a correct. You said last time she's a left, uh, she's a right libertarian, libertarian, which left libertarian. I don't know what the fuck that is, but from what I understand, it's the uh, hip version and the today's version of I'm a socially liberal but fiscally conservative type i assume it is that but i don't know i mean it's, it's some bullshit like that yeah i see I like, i'm for all the sexes i'm for all the sexes not paying taxes you know i'm fine with black people also you know uh, being corrupt or you know yeah i'm fine with that it's fine yeah Thank yeah you. i didn't even really get her own her own po- politics out of it or even no, what that means but i'm glad you brought up that point i didn't understand why they were saying yeah the backlash proves your point no the backlash disproves your point if anything because people are saying hold on i'm raising my hand no 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 i want to i want to tell you i don't agree with what you're saying so it was the exact opposite so i didn't get that part either but then Ryan Grimm, though, he goes to say, like, he reads the headline of the article. I came to college, you could debate, found self-censorship oh, instead. But yeah, he's, and then he yeah. said, hold on, let me say what he says. And then he goes, but 
you know, like you don't want to just have this bro debate culture. It, I understood <laughs> it as, you know, you don't want to debate for the sake of debating. And I would also add that in a class, I wouldn't want to participate in a random debate that has nothing to do with the reading. So I'm adding that. That's not Ryan Graham. And her response to yeah, this was that. that I didn't write the headline. And then, and then um, Kim Iverson and Robbie Suave just laughed it off. And they were like, yeah, she did. And then I was like, okay, that's the biggest cop yeah, out. Okay, I know I, that you don't often write the headline, yeah. but you should take, A, the headline is like, you know, maybe it's, it's not that different from what she was saying. Maybe I mean, she doesn't use those exact words, but I'm pretty sure the headline is not like, you know, an absolutely yeah. random headline. I don't think it is considering if you read her reading, I think it does sort of correspond with what the fuck she's yeah. written in her article. First of all, second of all, this is a tactic she used in Brianna's interview as well. Mm. As soon as she's called upon to give a specific example, look, if you, I'm sorry, but if you say something that, for example, Boopy said <laughs> in a fucking, like a postgraduate uh, like seminar that, you know, Holocaust wasn't about race. People should fucking say that, oh, maybe you need to like shut the fuck up and read <laughs> up or something. Yeah. People should call you out, right? So it depends on the, you can't, oh, some ideas can't be discussed. And then you say, what ideas? Well, I don't want to give a specific examples because somebody might find out who, oh, but, so fuck Oh, up. so I'm now you don't want to bring attention to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you don't want to give a specific examples of any situation. You, you uh, don't want to. Uh, you haven't written the titles. You don't, don't want to take responsibility <laughs> for that. You, you haven't edited the article. Pre-interview, she was talking about how it, like, oh, it, the article came out through. Oh, just stand by what you're written, or say, okay, I was wrong. Like, yeah. Take. Like, I know. She, and her, she, in, hold on, uh, and, and Sam, she, look at this. You know, it was just like the interview with that Canadian reporter guy. Mm. Sorry, guys. We have the age of consent for a reason. If you're above 18, you should be treated as an adult. As she, by the way, constantly says, I should be treated like an adult. It's not a, it's this atmosphere is not good. In, um, fuck off. Anyway, so above 18, you're an adult. If you work for an organization, you should be able to sort of answer for that organization or say that, okay, I'm just doing it for the money. Two, uh, if you write something and you're having it published by somebody else, you can't just as soon as, oh, well, the title, well, I'm sorry, but if you gave up the control, like if you gave up the control of them writing the title, them like editing your article, <laughs> uh, like complete, like, so what's, yeah. what's Anyway, and, and Sam, wow. let me say this, and it is normal for the often like sometimes you suggest a headline, but it is normal because they have New York Times has people whose job is to only come up with headlines like they don't write articles, they don't edit articles, they come up with headlines. But listen to this. The first part of her headline was I came to college eager to debate. OK, in the fourth paragraph, she wrote, quote, I went to college to learn from my professors and my peers. I welcomed an environment that champions intellectual diversity, rigorous disagreement. Instead, my college experience has been defined by strict ideological conformity. I mean, the headline That's seems exactly quite accurate to me. <laughs> the headline. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So, 
and, uh, man, and Ryan again, Graham, I don't know about that's the thing though. She doesn't give any specific examples. Well, she gives is, some shitty half-ass examples. She gives like one or two, but yeah, in yeah, the Bree yeah. interview, she kept on saying, "No, no, no I'm not talking because they don't want to do this." No, 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 I'm not talking about some fucking teacher saying that. Oh, I feel uncomfortable at a couple mm-hmm. a, a capello group meeting <laughs> to say to say, by the way why do you need to say how you feel in all these anyway uh, uh, like i don't care about that i'm saying what is what is specifically said and what is the response to that mm-hmm. said thing because when you're talking you're sharing of course we are all for tolerance and you know not a strict uh, ideological like uh, environments mm-hmm. whatever So we're all for that, but depending on the what he said, not just yeah, you can write this wishy-washy articles, and yeah, New York Times loves this because it's you don't provide any specific Man, target. It's all her. a haze. It's all a haze. You know, there is nothing you can criticize because there's nothing there. Yeah, it's all bullshit about. Oh, I feel it's very harsh to have a very different view. Oh my god. No, hundred oh, percent. And I really for, encourage it's, it's, people I, to go read like, that article because you'll see. I mean, I think we're in the right here. But again, like I've said this before, but unless you have something to or like to add to the conversation in terms of like information or something funny to say, shut the fuck <laughs> up. I don't understand why people think art, like uh, newspapers and YouTube, a lot of things. They think it's sort of a their like AA meeting oh this week I went to the restaurant and you know somebody looked at me funny because I was wearing a weird trousers okay I'm sorry but get comfortable with getting weird looks I don't know just grow the fuck up adults you know all the other majority of people out there don't agree with you probably don't even like you or you know it's just true about everybody you know yeah it's just get over it they're yeah. you know oh they oh the majority of people crying yeah. a river and they're, so i mean you know, really, as, as, yeah. Brie, as Brie likes to say the smallest uh violin like playing for <laughs> emma kemp right now i think jesus christ oh i couldn't say what i felt because they would have oh my god they might have said something that's against yeah. what i said it's so cruel The idea that I must be challenged. Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess, and then she's saying people are, you know, doing exactly what she was kind of doing. She's like, oh, people <clears throat> want self-censor because they don't want to, you know, get into like shitty debates and stuff. And yeah, that I mean, that part is true. But I don't want to rehash. Like, I mean, we had so much fun with this in the last episode. People should really go check it out. She has a ridiculous stat that's meaningless. I'm not going to bring it up again. You can go check yeah, it yeah. out. So <laughs> I want to do one. I want to mention one more thing that was new. And again, it was like the Ryan Grimm hate <laughs> segment because Ryan Grimm asked what I found to be a very cool and reasonable question. She was like, where were you when this went viral? Hey, this is your first big article that went viral. It's like a big break. Well, and the proof is I in don't the pudding understand. that she got this no, job. I, she was, she was I like, I didn't understand the question. Though. Where, where were you? you where were you when this I, article went viral? Didn't it went viral a week ago? No, but like asking her where she was. Ryan Graham was asking this question to Emma. What does that? So I know, like, but she yeah. was on. What do you mean? Where was she? Like, like where were where you? Like, was... what were you doing? Like, what were you doing when, when you suddenly saw that this article had like, um, had gone viral? You know, what 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 were you up to? Like, what was that time? And I found that to be 
a fun question to ask her because I mean, you know, it is a big break in her in her career. You know, this has led to her getting oh, this right. new job. She's being talked about and everything. So maybe here you agree with Kim Iverson and Robbie Suave because they were like, what kind of question is this? What do you mean? When did you where were you when you went um, viral? But I mean, I found it was just like a fun question for it to wrap up and she she said she did actually say something like that she was like yeah i was away i don't um, she was like hold on she was like i was away at a cottage and i didn't have much signal and then the, i saw that the article had been published and my phone was blowing up and my twitter was like you know i was getting all these tweets and mention i found it to be like a fun question to ask her because it oh, is a big okay. moment in her life but maybe i'm the only one <laughs> me and ryan grim are the only one who found this to be <laughs> a decent right, question no. <laughs> Okay, no, I at first I thought by where were you was more in a like as metaphorical sense, as in where were you no, in your studies? Because or she didn't necessarily right, know, okay. right? It's not like she published, she like uploaded the article as well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Even yeah. that, yeah, you know, if fine. imagine one of her videos suddenly picks up, you know, like and I suddenly check my phone and I see wow, I got all these views. I would I remember say, where I was and stuff. I, so I mean I found it to be a relevant question. You, yeah. I don't remember, you know, people, people always say, like, I remember when 9-11 happened. I remember when that, uh, when Obama got elected, when Trump got elected. I don't remember any of this. I really I mean, don't. These aren't big moments. <laughs> I mean, but to yeah. me, that's, that's pretty, and 9-11, come on, that was Yeah, crazy. oh, 9-11. I that I remember exactly where I was, and I remember exactly see, how I, I found don't remember out. Any, I don't remember anything about 9-11. I don't remember being alive in 9-11. <laughs> I remember I I have like much more vivid memories of Pinky and the Brain from the same era. You remember Pinky and the Brain? I heard, the yeah, a little bit, yeah, but I never really watched it. Yeah, so I but I have no, I can tell you when I was where I was when I watched Pinky and the Brain, like season three, episode two, but I can't tell you where I was when 9 11 happened. Well, I guess really, that was a yeah. big moment in your life when you were watching that, but. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say except us repeating everything we said last week. So. Except, no, no, what really pissed me off yeah, go more ahead, please. this week than last week, though, was that uh, this idea that Twitter has proven her right. I mean, okay, you can't, like, are you for freedom of speech or not? <laughs> can we have argue, can we criticize or not criticize? Yeah. I don't, I mean, if we criticize, then we are creating a culture that leads to self-censorship. <laughs> if we don't criticize, we are self-censoring. Yeah. So what the fuck do we have to, like, what is this? this I think there you go situation you know i, I think you summarized it perfectly i think that that's exactly what you said this <clears throat> summarized summarized it <clears throat> perfectly her article her the response and then <laughs> her response to the response but but yeah look um, forward to reading more i hope her other articles remain as interesting and she doesn't start like yeah writing something not as interesting <laughs> i i hope yeah she's i i'm seeing yeah yeah very i hope she seems like she, i don't we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. all right sam so unfortunately unfortunately we had to move on from our last segment yeah not really i don't want to do this but okay we had to let's move on to progressive <laughs> geopolitics and please like and subscribe but yeah sam go ahead why don't you kick us off here yeah, so let's start with the more, like, not so much your politics, just news bit. There was a big, big earthquake in uh, Japan's Fukushima prefecture, 
uh, uh, 7.3 magnitude earthquake. Mm. Only four people dead, which is it tells you something about, I guess, Japanese engineering and all that. Mm-hmm. But also tells you, I, it's just Japan. It feels like to me like one place that nature is like every year is, is screaming like don't live here <laughs> like, <laughs> there is either earthquake or a hurricane or so i mean it's there's and i earthquakes are the scariest thing to me i can't imagine have you ever it. been like, through one like even a small yeah. one yeah yeah twice yeah yeah and uh, yeah i mean i must say after i was through one it became a bit less scary but if there is a proper earthquake, I rather just die than I like these like people who survive earthquake. Fuck that man! It's so hard. It's so yeah. oh, so scary. It's the worst. So yeah, that's really scared me. So then, because you know uh, there is no God and the world hates me, mm-hmm. there was an earthquake in, mm-hmm. and that's it's because I, I, there is this thing I, it's in my head that because. You know, there's these tectonic plates and all that, and they're all connected. So there was the 7.3.4 magnitude earthquake in Japan. Then you had a 6 point something magnitude earthquake in southern Iran. Wow. Just this morning, I think, or last night. Let me check. But so I'm getting this. It's moving up north. (laughs) And, And as far as I've been told, Tehran is on a fault line or something. So if they like, there's a. They always say like Tehran is due for an earthquake because it wow. hasn't had an earthquake for two hundred years. Or and, a big one, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, it yeah, yeah, hasn't exactly. had. Yeah, that. Yeah, a big one. Yeah, we have had quite a few small ones uh, and all that. So I'm very much uh, basically uh, pissing myself. Right <laughs> so this might be your last. <laughs> this could be my last. <laughs> If there's an earthquake, I'm out, guys. I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, it's a scary time. So I hope nobody's hurt and all that. But I mean, four any, people are dead in the Japanese case. Yeah. Any casualties in Iran? I couldn't find. <laughs> it's re- the goddamn news is dominated by Ukraine. And yeah. I can't find it. I'm, but okay, yeah, the let's... Japanese are super prepared about it. I mean, you know, even hear about things that, you know, closets are screwed in into the wall and things like that. But yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. And that's just the, that's just oh, the beginning. Was, that's just like, yeah. It says it was 5.8 magnitude, not six. I think I read six. Yeah. I see. Uh, oh, nobody died. Okay. What the fuck? I, I'm, look, no, not that I wanted somebody <laughs> today, but I, th- I, I don't know. I feel I think like maybe, under six that happens, like you know, I think they can. It's still yeah. manageable. Yeah, and it was apparently in a very deep. It's the earthquake happened in a ten kilometers deep in mm. the ground. So, anyways, it's not good news. <laughs> I see. <laughs> okay, let's. Um, if there's nothing else on the earthquake anymore, let's segue to. No, no to more news about Iran concerning the Iran sure. nuclear deal. Yeah, well, Iran nuclear deal and some other stuff. So let's start with some other stuff. There was uh, Iran uh, rocketed, bombed mm. a couple of uh, positions in uh, Kurdistan, Iraq. And uh, which, I mean, Iran uh, claimed uh, that they are bombing Israeli uh, 
Israeli spy-like sort of clandestine operations that exist in our uh, and this came a week or two weeks after Israelis claimed that they uh, attacked and destroyed a sort of a drone depository of Iranian military. So Israelis announced that. And then, but it's really weird because there is another dimension as well, because there was also a couple of Iranian uh, commanders killed by Kurdistani separatists uh, previous to the bombings. So people are not sure if the bombing was in a response to Kurdistani sort of killing of commanders or was it a response to Israeli operations. Originally, what was reported was that where they hit was civilian areas and stuff. But now, according to New York Times and some other places, it was actually, uh, uh, it may have been, uh, uh, you know, uh, Israeli, you know, base or something. It could have been. Because, uh, so, but at the same time, there's another sort of aspect going on. Iraq is, they're forming their government right now, mm-hmm. the parliament. And Iran wants the wants the Kurdistani groups to ally themselves with the Shia groups. Uh, Sadr, who is Muqtada Sadr, people may know from Mehdi's army. He used to lead an insurgency from his previous work in cinemas <laughs> all across <laughs> Mehdi's army. Yeah. It was his original uh, his original production. He was he uh, was putting up an insurgency in. Uh, Ezra against, I think against uh, Mad Dog Mattis at the time, I think, but I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, anyway, they want the Kurdistani sort of parties in the parliament to ally themselves to the Shia party. So it could have been also a sort of a show, show of a strength as in don't forget, like, you know, mm-hmm. come on guys, you know who you, do, you have to ally yourself with. Let's not fuck around too much, you know? So it might have been that too. But yeah, the latest is, according to New York Times, is Iran's attack was a, res- was a response to secret Israeli attack on drone, on drone site. Israel and Iran are pushing the boundaries of a long-running clandestine war that is increasingly spilling out of the shadows. Uh, by Farnoz Fasihi, Ronan Bergman, and Eric Schmidt. Uh, so... Uh, Iran fired a barrage of ballistic missiles into Iraq over the weekend, striking what is claimed was an Israeli target and leaving some analysts scratching their heads about what exactly precipitated the blitz and why Iraq. So, uh, yeah, that's why everybody's a bit confused because they're not... I mean, it's probably the Israeli thing seems Mm -hmm. to be the most likely thing, but I assume the Kurdish issue and the Iraqi government issue is also playing a role to... So, you know, who knows? Yes, yeah, no, I heard about I heard about this news, and it's but it's unrelated. It's unrelated to this. But then there was also some news of Israel attacking parts of Syria. But then again, this has also been going on for for a while. I think that was last week, though. Yeah, I think they. Yeah, they may. Iran confirmed that some people got killed in that attack mm-hmm. too, or something. Yeah, yeah, it's there. Yeah, there. Proxy war is continuing to, you know, 